the Maximum Meathead Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Maximum Meathead Podcast, where we bring you the meat and potatoes of fitness with a side of bullshit. <laughs> We're your hosts, Muscle Bill and Punchy Paquette. What up? How you doing, man? Good, good. Good. It's good to be back. Got a little man drink. Dirty feet and away we go. Yes, sir. Nice. How's your week? Week was good. You said uh, you were doing some training, eh? Yeah, back at training at the fire department, doing lots of training right now as I'm just getting into it. So uh, this week we did blinded search and rescue, which was pretty fun. If you've never done something like that, it's pretty uh, trippy getting one when your sense is taken away. You do that with a blindfold on? Yeah, we put a cover on our masks so you okay. can't see. And right. uh, what they did was they led us to a room and it's supposed to simulate going into a house with zero visibility. Mm-hmm. And you're searching for, let's say there's somebody in there. There'd be a reason why you're going right, to... Uh, yeah a hazardous uh, situation like that. So what they did is they led us to one of the rooms in the fire hall, Mm -hmm. one of the bigger rooms that has rooms attached to it, and they put a pylon somewhere. So they lead us there, and then we got to pretend like we're we're entering a house. You know, you call incident command, entering the house. We're entering whatever side of the building, and we're going to commence, and we either pick a side left or right, Right. and you scale along those walls. Oh, yeah. And the trick with searching is uh, one guy will stay close to the walls, Right. right, so that gives him an idea of what he where he's going and whatnot, and I'm grabbing on to his, and his leg is stretched out, so he cr- creates as much distance as he can from so, the wall. And you're standing? No, we're crawling. Okay, we're crawling yep. right because it'd be smoke, smoke and right. heat and everything. So I grab his leg, or some people just tap and make sure, but I grab onto the guy's leg so he knows I'm there the whole time, mm-hmm. and I sprawl as long as I can. I oh, can yeah. be too. So that way, as we're going around the room, right, the perimeter of the room, I'm sprawled as far into it as I can searching so we cover the maximum distance right or yeah amount of space so that was pretty cool you know you find the pylon whatnot uh we've done search I've done search and rescues before with uh mine rescue and uh we have one situation when we use the foam your sense of hearing also goes because the the bubbles trap sound so that's a that's an even harder situation when you go into foam because you can't hear and you can't see and that's when you start really your mind starts playing games with you Anyways, the search and rescue went well, and then uh, we did some ladder drills, climbing up ladder, uh, figuring out how do you lock your feet in so that you could operate a hose off oh, the yeah. ladder, sure. not fall off. Yep. And did, uh, yeah, the, mostly did that. Nice. And a few other little things, but yeah, it was cool, man. Uh, that was probably the highlight of the week. How about you? How was your week? Pretty uneventful. I don't really have any stories, I don't think, this week. It's good. Did you get some good lifts in? I did. Yeah, I'm yeah. following this uh, program now again of um, from the Prescript guys. So these oh, yeah. Fuck off strong team. Yep. And uh, it's going really well. Yeah, it feels good to be back at the gym. I was telling you earlier, like, I feel, feel, first of all, more like myself, but I feel like I'm actually doing something again. You know, I had a long time. I didn't have any, like, muscle pumps or, you know, I know I'm supposed to work this muscle doing this, but it's just, like, I don't feel it until the next day and I'm just sore. You right, know, I don't right. feel the endorphins i don't think i was but um it's coming back so nice i'm just trying to ride that wave yeah hit it and try to sleep um so i can recover you know like i said before my recovery is not awesome so i'm doing the damn thing anyways it's the plan and it's working out so far yeah you look like you're growing i said that today uh looking a bit thicker so that's good yeah can't complain what you find was the biggest thing that uh, you're missing for not feeling the pumps and all is it more of a recovery thing a sleep I think it was, yeah, stress and poor recovery definitely had to do with sleep. My, my nutrition's still not uh, consistent as I would like it to be, but uh, it's definitely better. Biggest thing, I think, is my sleep, though, my, my aura ring. So I wear an aura ring at nighttime now and track my sleep. And uh, it's been a huge improvement in the last month. So Nice. And I think, I think it kind of goes both ways. The training, um, it helps me sleep better. I find I get more deep sleep, which makes sense because uh, that's, you know, when your body recovers as opposed to REM sleep. And uh, I just feel better now. Yeah, it's cool. That's awesome. I'm sure we'll touch more yeah. about the sleep topic today because we're going to do a couple tips and tricks. Is that yeah. the plan? We're going to get into, uh, yeah, some game changers and time savers. Nice. Kind of tips and tricks from us to, to you. So, but before that, what did you eat for supper last night? Meat pies. Yeah, from from the local <laughs> deli, had a beef meat pie and Multiple. a turkey meat pie, and it was good. I, I'm sure I could have done without the the pastry that's sure. all around it. 
Like if I just had the filling, I'd be happy with that. Do you do the ketchup on top? Yeah, I definitely yeah. do the ketchup on top. That's a must, man. Yeah. If I have a meat pie, no ketchup, it yeah. just it's it's fucked no, up. No bueno, man. Now what if that was meatloaf? You do the same thing? Uh I could eat meatloaf just straight up. Yeah, I don't eat it very often. Hmm. Not at all. But yeah, the meat pies were good. Nice. What about you? What'd you eat? Uh, I just thought of this earlier too. Uh, I remember I had cheese and crackers for dessert. We'll say I got the uh, those round rice crackers. Oh yeah, rice crisp there. Yeah, yeah, and um, oh yeah, I had ground beef and fried potatoes. Nice. Yeah. What, what about the kind of cheese you use with your crackers? Do you use specialty cheese or just regular? Uh, it was PC Monterey Jack on sale at Zare's last week. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Whatever has the sale sticker yeah. on. It was the cheapest one, and I like Monterey <laughs> Jack. So there you go. Yes, sir. I like different cheeses. I don't know if it's because uh, mm-hmm. French background or what, but uh, I like the charcuterie boards and stuff like that. You like the weird meat on there, though, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I like it all. Some of it's not the best, but I mean, yeah. uh, it's tasty, man. A little glass of wine with that. Sure. Can't go wrong. I went, I had a charcuterie board one time in uh, Waterloo with a couple buddies. It tastes like butter, man. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. This little fucking circle I love of meat. Butter. It, it must have just been a piece of fat. I don't know what it was, but it was fucking <laughs> terrible. And like, I legit, I couldn't, I couldn't eat it. I spit it out. Yeah, and that's unlike you because you, you're not very fussy. Not with meat, anyways. Yeah, no. this was a uh, unpleasant. <laughs> but anyway, that was my dinner. And uh, so I just we're gonna go down the list of a couple things here. Um, do you have anything nutrition wise? We're gonna tr- pick a couple of things to try and share with people. Uh, you would say has made a big difference in your training and nutrition and making your life a little easier? Nutrition, I'll try to keep it simple because I find the the most simple things most effective. I mean, you, you try to get too crazy with nutrition, it's easy to fall off off uh, track. Sure. And, and the biggest thing I noticed for myself and uh, when I used to train people was the number one thing I'd say, drink more water. Mm-hmm. People don't drink enough water, man. Like none sometimes. Yeah, exactly. None. They'll have it. Uh, they'll be like, uh, does coffee count? You know, there's yeah. water and coffee or whatever. Yeah. And, and no, it doesn't count. The <laughs> answer <laughs> is no. <laughs> yeah, water is a big one, man. And uh, the biggest thing for me is to get my water intake, I have to have it on me yeah. all the time, like a water bottle. Sure. That's why, uh, shout out to Joe Mammoth, Mammoth Mugs. Mm-hmm. If you don't have one of those, those are perfect for drinking your uh your daily water intake, I mean, it fits, I think, two and a half liters in each mug. Yep. Carry that around with you. I know I got to drink two of them a day. Bingo, bango. Yep. It's done. You don't worry about what kind of water or nothing? Just no. not E. coli? Yeah, E. coli free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a boil advisory uh, yep. warning back where I live right now, and I've been drinking it straight out of the tap because I'm gangster that way. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm getting worried. <laughs> now the fear is yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I thought about it for a bit. I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> you borrowed my water earlier, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that back later. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your E. coli free water. Yeah. Yeah, so one of the nutrition tips I'd say is probably drink more water. Uh, Another thing that I found very beneficial, and it's just popping in my head when I think of nutrition, is my greens. Right. I don't eat enough vegetables. My big trick uh, to get my my vegetables in, I I work 12-hour shifts underground, so if I don't bring food, I don't have food. Yep. I bring a bag of frozen vegetables. I know it's not the best. But you got to think of good, better, best situation. Yep. Absolutely. If I don't have any vegetables, that's no good. Mm-hmm. So I bring these fo- frozen vegetables in and I just eat them like that. Like I'll take a handful of them and they'll thaw out as I work during the day. So I'll have cold veggies right. in, my, uh, in my lunch pail all day long, finish that bag. And that's more than my daily, my daily needs. So you eat a whole bag every day? Yeah. Not every day, but uh, pretty consistently. Yeah. And cool. you know what? That... Must be ideal for me because I feel 10 times better if I get my vegetables in. Right. It, it's crazy the difference it makes. And when I don't take, take in my vegetables, uh, the other trick I have is my morning smoothie. Yeah. And I try to get a lot of the weirdo things that I, w- I usually wouldn't have in my, uh, my daily eating. Right. Uh, for example, ginger. That's another huge one I, I try to tell people to eat more of. Why? Uh, anti-inflammatory properties. Like it, the benefits are endless with ginger i mean it's great for me um the anti-inflammatory properties is probably the most important but also the uh the gut yep it seems to soothe my gut i mean i just i just have a a better uh i feel like i digest better if i have a bit of ginger i don't know the science on that but i know that i found the same thing it's it's or ginger tea a lot of people take that for soothing stuff just soothes the gut and the gut's feeling good everything's usually feeling good so 
Yeah, that's the uh, the other trick. So with that and with my morning smoothie, I'll throw in ginger mm-hmm. and back to the greens, I'll throw in a scoop of roughage by Blue Star. Yep. It's basically all your micronutrients you wouldn't usually get. Is that instead of a multivitamin then or? No, I'll take a multivitamin as well, but this is just like specialized greens that I would never take in right. on a on routine day. Hmm. So yeah, that's my uh, my little tricks, I guess. I remember stand out. going back with the water for sure, like working full time. If I didn't have water on my desk, I wouldn't drink it either. So I tried to get, you know, not as big a bottle as possible, but I had at least a liter's worth. So it was, you know, a couple hours worth or so. And then I had to make sure I had, you know, two by my lunch break and then another two by the end of the day and then another two before I went to bed kind of thing. So yep. it's kind of a consistent, you know, there's two, four, six liters in a day, which is about what you're saying, five, you know, you get that four and a half to whatever. Yeah, if it's not around you, you don't yeah. drink it, I find. so. Yeah, well, a lot of the time, tap water, it's just, you know, it's less than ideal or whatever. It just tastes a little funny depending on where you are. So yeah. if you can find uh, whatever kind of water cooler and shit and fill it up, I found it just, it makes it easier. They don't have to go down for 16 cups a day, you know? Yeah, back and forth. You're going to yeah. piss a lot, though. I, I warn you guys yeah. right off the get-go. Until yeah. your body's used to it, you know, it's not a, until it absorbs uh, the water into the muscle bellies yep. a little bit better. It's going to try to try to get it out of you. So you'll be pissing every 15, 20 <laughs> I minutes. Know, all, all about that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Those> <laughs> yeah. But no, that's good. I think for me, I would say uh, nutrition tips um, just keep your grocery shopping more simple. Mm. You know, it's so easy. And I, I'm bad for it lately, too. I need to kind of bring that in. But you know, you see shit around the grocery store and you think, oh, I'll buy one of those and you buy one of those and everything that you don't plan to buy that you then do buy, it's another decision that you're making. And uh, I guess there's a concept on basically decision banking uh, resources in a day. So say if you imagine that to be, you had a bank account with $100 and every decision you make is a dollar uh, or bigger decisions, you know, say they're $5. Well, you know, if you're walking on the grocery store, you're wasting 10 decisions buying one of these, one of these, do I buy this, do I buy not buy that, and all that shit. Um, it's just wasted energy, you know? So, and again, I've lately I've been worse at it than I have previously, but um, I think it just kind of subconsciously is draining, you know? Do oh, I, do sure. I want to buy one of these? Do I not want to buy? And then you go home and, well, do I eat it now? Do I eat it later? You just fucking, you stick to your plan and say, you know what, I'm going to buy these, whatever, 12 things, and eat them for the next week or whatever it is, and then... You don't have the decisions anymore. It's like, well, I'm going to eat this or this, or I'm going to put this seasoning on this, and then you're just done, you know? But the U.S. Marines actually have a concept on that, too, where they try to make uh, sure. their day as routine as possible. Mm-hmm. That way it saves all their decision-making capabilities. Like you said, that bank account, yep. free for when it matters. Yeah. There's yeah. So, so many things in life are like that, even like the gym and your energy expenditure in a day. You know, you can have, you know, six different bank accounts run at the same time, and if they're all empty your life's going to be so much more fucking hard. Like, yeah, you know, drained. You, yeah. You just, you can be mentally exhausted even if you sleep well and eat well and train and whatever. So it's, I think it's a, it's a simple thing to do, but it's not an easy thing to do. And uh, like I said, I haven't done well lately, but I'm trying to kind of ring that in. And not only is it more cost effective, like if you go and pick things up that are on your list or on sale or whatever you're planning on eating, you save money not buying the extra shit. Oh, it's $3 off. Well, you're still spending six extra dollars. So yep. you're not fucking saving anything. Yeah. But tastes good. That's how I justify everything. Oh, That's, it's on sale. Yeah. Throw it in the cart. Right. But if you stick to your plan, you don't make that decision then. You don't make it at home. You don't, you know, or even we'll say like muffins, for example, if there's six of them in the thing. And you think every day I'm making that decision to eat that thing because it's at home. You don't want it to go bad and all the bullshit. So anyway. So it goes back to... uh yeah. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail, I guess, right? right? Yeah. And it's just, like I said, it saves you time and energy, and you might not think so, but I think if you make the change, you'll notice a difference. So, okay, that's a, that's a great tip. So how would you recommend people going about that? Would you make a list before you go or uh, have an idea yeah. of what meals you're going to eat for the whole week, three days? Like, what, yeah. what would you suggest is realistic? Because I find I can't do a week. A week's a long time, right? And then not only that, then the cold gets older in the, or the, the cold, the food gets older in the fridge. Yeah. And um, personally, I like doing about three days. Yeah, exactly. Me you know? too. Me too. It's If you can plan your week around being able to cook, a lot of people do Sundays, you know, Sundays and Wednesdays or whatever, but whatever your schedule is like, if you can pick one day and then fast forward to your next available day, that's how many days, you know, one week, oh, well, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm fucking busy. 
So Thursday night, I want to cook. All right, so Sunday night, I need to know those three days. So A, I don't have any stress on those nights for what I'm going to eat. B, I don't have to go find other bullshit that I don't actually want to eat, but I have time to get, right? So if you kind of, for me anyways, that's how I would prefer to gauge it. Like if you make a list or I just make a mental list, but I think that that's part of the reason why I'm struggling lately is I don't, this is on my list. This is in my cart. I'm going home. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the simple fucking, the meathead thought is gone. And so I'm like, oh, wandering around thinking about shit and it's just a waste of time. So that's what I like anyways. Then I cook whatever obviously the family pack of food it's just me but it lasts yeah and uh if you have the tupperwares or whatever i sometimes i'll do one big tupperware and then weigh it every day into my containers and shit so oh you do weighed uh weighed meals and everything still yeah absolutely yeah yeah nice that's good see i've never been into that i just kind of eat what i think i i need to eat which is probably not accurate at all but hey for me it was cost effectiveness like years ago i was broke as fuck you know i couldn't afford to well, as most people into bodybuilding or into training hard or whatever, you have a budget to hit. And like, yep. I couldn't just eat until I was full per se, because then I'd run out of food and then I didn't have enough money to buy the food that I wanted to eat for the rest of the days. Yeah, for sure. So I'm thinking, all right, if I can eat eight ounces of this chicken, but I only actually want to eat five or six right now, those two ounces over two meals a day, over four or five days a week, that gives me two extra meals a week. And, you know, it just prolongs it out. So when I found, when I measured it, it took the stress off of being able to afford it because then I could also weigh when it's cooked. All right, I've got 36 ounces of this. That's this many meals. It's this many days. I'm good until this day. And then I could budget around that too. And I mean, it's, I did it to myself because I wanted to train and I wanted to try and eat as good as I could. So I don't know. It was my priority and I was never, I was young and single. I could do it. So that's the thing too, is you got to make it a priority. I, I know everyone thinks it's uh a lot of people just think it's impossible, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't have to. Everyone has excuses. For sure. If you say like you, if you do like you said, on your day off, mm-hmm. you figure out when's your next day off, plan until then. Yep. You'll be golden. Well, then you're stressed. Those days are like, you're not thinking all day, what am I going to have for supper tonight? Oh, fuck, I got food in the fridge. I have this food, this food, or this food cooked, and I'm just going to go home and mix it together and eat the shit. Yeah. You don't have to wonder... You know, do I have time to cook food for whatever the family or whatever the fuck? So. And you're not ending up at the fast food drive through right. you know, getting yep. a quick meal because you don't have anything. You're too tired to make it. Mm-hmm. That's the that's loop I get into. Yeah. So let's recap this. Before we get away from nutrition, let's recap this. Uh, my tips were water. Drink a whole bunch of it. Yeah. How do you drink a whole bunch of it? Carry a, a big water bottle with you. The other thing, add ginger into your life. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's awesome. I like turmeric, man. Yeah. Big, big fan of turmeric myself. Turmeric? Yes, sir. And then your tips were? Simplify your grocery shopping. Yeah. Have a plan. Have a plan. And then, or at least if you're going to plan to not stick to the plan, then you know it's a conscious decision instead of, oh, fuck, I fucked up six times this week and I didn't even notice. Think, okay, well, Tuesday night is this day and this is happening, so I'm going to eat some shit. And then Wednesday is a new day and I'm going to get back on the deal, you know? Yeah. And then you're not stressed about it. Think, oh shit, this week was a failure and all that kind of negative mindset doesn't do you any good going forward. So those are pretty three, three broad tips that'll yep. make huge differences though. For sure. You know? No, I agree. Um, now what about in terms of supplements then? You have any sort of simple supplement tips or like reasons why you like certain things? You say greens is big. Greens is huge. That's my number one. Yep. And uh, another one I've been looking into and uh, following some of the studies is creatine yep. and how much uh, benefits it has for your brain, mm-hmm. brain functioning. So uh, go creatine, go. I've been on that. <laughs> yeah, for you. I, I've been on that <laughs> for years. And they're Luckily, just saying, it's been 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> and they're saying it's better and better for yep. you. So yep. uh, I, I stay on the creatine regimen. Now, do you remember? I remember when I was going to Fanshawe couple days ago you know but i remember creatine back then was still it was like steroids it's like oh you can't take creatine because it's going to make you have liver failure and kidneys shut down and you know you'll get have diarrhea and all this stuff and you know i remember thinking to myself like man that sounds intense but i want to take it anyways because it's supposed to be good for your muscles and i was going to the gym you know so it's just creatine folks and in moderation you'll be okay and but now lucky us 15 years later yeah oh hey it's good for your brain (laughs) that's good i'm way smarter now didn't even realize right on you know we're ahead of the curve man (laughs) yeah so yeah greens uh creatine Mm -hmm. 
And uh, the other supplementation, like I said, uh, I mentioned before, is is uh, non-manufactured. I mean, like things like uh, garlic and yeah. onions and on and, your popcorn, uh, ginger, yeah, butter. <laughs> no, but uh, just little things like that yep. in life that are that are great for you. I mean, they have such great uh, health benefits, especially. Uh, garlic and ginger have been the big ones for me. I just throw in a whole bunch of that in my food, and yep. it seems to be good for me. And you wouldn't say protein or any of that kind of stuff. And you're you'd say mostly the greens and the creatine are too big too. Yeah, but I mean, like protein is just a regular one, right? Yeah. Every every muscle builder out there is going to be taking pro- protein. Yep. I mean, it's better to get it from whole foods, but that's not the case for me. I like to supplement a little extra extra on there. Yeah, for sure. So uh, in my morning shake. All my macros are covered by my my whey protein, mm-hmm. so then I'll get uh, all sorts of the my nutrient needs. Plus, I also get digestive enzymes, which yeah, right. uh, are I didn't even touch on that, but those are super beneficial for me too because some yeah. foods I don't do well with, or if I'm eating just a mass amount of food, uh-huh. it's just hard for the body to deal with, Same. which I am a lot of the time, right? Because yep. I have to keep up with my caloric needs, yep. and uh, as I turn up the training. I need to clean up my act, but I need to eat a lot more of it. Yep. This thing, when you clean eat, you got to eat so much, man. Yeah. Like calories are easy to add if you're going, getting a Big Mac fries, milkshake, blah, blah, blah. Like I yeah. can smash a couple thousand calories in a quick meal. You try doing that with chicken breast and some, some yeah. broccoli. And broccoli doesn't have shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're eating all day. You're going to get the farts and there you go. Yeah. That's it. That's all. Yeah. No, I, I did that too. The, uh, I think it's ox bile or something I've been buying. Uh, by recommendation of a buddy of mine, but I do the same thing. Pretty much, and what's this? Two meals. It's a protein? No, it's a it's a digestive aid sort of pill too. Okay. I, I can't remember the label right now. I'm having a bit of a brain fart, but yeah. it was cheap. I think it was like maybe eleven bucks on Amazon or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it helps your body just digest carbohydrates and proteins better. You know, nice. But uh, my other big supplement too, uh, but I won't touch on it now, is uh, is for sleeping. Oh yeah, it's GH Peak by Blue Star. I'll get it. I'll get more yeah. into that later. But that's the other supplement that I take that's out of the ordinary. Nice. So to recap, veggies, roughage by Blue Star. It's got everything, all my micronutrients, mm-hmm. and then the whey protein has all my macronutrients, and then creatine, multivitamin. When I remember, yeah, I'm, I'm terrible for. It. I don't know why. Just the multivitamin. It's the one. I'm just shit at it. I don't. Know. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, fish oil is another one too, and it's 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 one of them things where it's hit hit and miss, and then uh, my sleeping supplement. Nice. What about you? What's your supplement stack looking like? I have same thing with the creatine. Been taking yeah. that not not necessarily every day, but I try to take it every day, uh, you know, for years. But um, you gave me that multivitamin there. I got it off you there a week ago or whatever, and I've been mm-hmm. taking that. Vitality. Yeah, the Blue Star product, mm-hmm. but. Um, my pee has officially changed colors again, which is nice. <laughs> Don't be but scared if that no, happens. No, <laughs> but uh, and the beets do that too. I'd, you probably didn't have that last time. No, I, didn't, I probably didn't eat enough of them. Yeah, if you ate that whole jar we got in one go, your uh, your pee would be purple. Really? Yeah, a little pink or whatever. Yikes. Yeah, that so just a heads up. Me. Yeah, that yeah. one would freak me out. <laughs> That's not an infection. No. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> I'm going to ignore this for one day. Be yeah. <laughs> gone in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> if this still remains, I'm literally yeah. going to shit. <laughs> if my girlfriend oh, tells no. me that this circle. <laughs> anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Mm. Oh, yeah, the multivitamins. Multivitamins. So it's yeah. one I, over the years, I've consistently taken and then not taken multivitamins. Yeah, you know, I don't know why. There's all this research now that's kind of coming more prevalent in your micronutrients from a multivitamin. They maybe don't help you, we'll say, grow muscle per se, but it helps improve your cellular health so that they can in turn grow more effectively. Hmm. So it's kind of this, you know, feedback loop where if you don't have the multivitamin, yeah, okay, maybe you don't directly have a detriment to your muscle building but at the same time your mitochondria could use the multi and take the nutrients from that to be healthier to be more efficient in order to recover faster and build faster so that's kind of my motivation now it's like all right well multivitamin i've always kind of thought whatever fuck it yeah Uh, it's it's a foundation type thing. yeah it's like 50 bucks or whatever and it's anyways but i've come back around to thinking all right i'm going to try this again Again, because my body's in a not ideal state right now, so I'm just trying to cover more bases. And again, pretty tight budget, so 
um, you know, it's tough to pick out what you can, can and can't do or what you want to actually prioritize. And so luckily yeah. creatine is super cheap. You can get a kilogram for whatever it is, 30 bucks or something. And uh, multivitamin, you know, they range in price, but yeah. those are kind of the two I'm doing. And then the protein, I wouldn't, I don't drink protein every day, but uh, definitely, you know, I'll supplement it for a meal. Like if I'm running low on meat or whatever, if I didn't calculate my cooking right or whatever, didn't make the time to do more. Then I'll have a protein shake with whatever, you know, if I'll do some. And you take a non-dairy protein, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, I'm using one um, MRE light by uh, Redcon, or Redcon 1. So there are options out there for people that yeah. are lactose intolerant and whatnot. Yep. Yeah, and I think uh, isolate's supposed to be better for lactose intolerance too, but there is non-dairy proteins. My experience, they don't taste as good, they don't mix as good, but they still work. So, mm-hmm. you know. Those I, are kind of, I just take the lactose and deal with the consequences. Yeah, that's right. You you stay well hydrated anyway, yeah. so you don't run into too many issues there. Drink the E. coli, eat the lactose. It's all, all the day. same result. <laughs> Underground, you, nobody hears you. You know, you know what the, the supplement I never forget is, though? What's that? Pre-workout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never forget pre-workout. I, I've been on a, a PPK kick now for years it used to yep. be gaspari super pump 250 when yep. that was a that was, was deadly stuff yep every day we <laughs> doesn't go to matter who you ask it was deadly stuff <laughs> everybody gets to the gym at the same time as a lineup for the bathroom yeah i yep. think it was a magnesium overload in it was it i can't remember I what remember. the issue was with it anyhow that's all old news yep. the new new is the ppk and it's the shit and Less i don't so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i never miss it every day man i got it nice. it's a it's a I don't know if it's a bad addiction or what, but yeah. uh, I just love it. It enhances my workout. So what's in a pre-workout for people that never take that is usually a bunch of stimulants. You know, stimulants, beta alanine, niacin. You get that niacin crackhead yeah. flush going on when your skin's all itchy. Yeah, I just took one before we started here. A niacin? Yep. Is it bothering you? No, it's actually, it's, I find it depends. Sometimes I take the 500 milligrams and it's like instant flush. And, Holy uh, man, I would never be able to take that and sit yeah. down. Right now, I feel good. Yeah, it's I don't feel itchy or anything. So crazy. No, I've been taking uh, a gram every night before bed. Yeah, but anyways, sidestep from that. So yeah, your pre workout. I I don't really take them. No, I no. I mean, to further into the next one and your sleep supplements, I feel like maybe those contradict each other a little bit. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so especially when you take your pre at like yeah nine p.m. Go ham for an hour. Yeah get home physically tired but mentally still spun and like right. crank in some ghp yep let the melatonin and the uh tryptophan is that yeah. how you say it the turkey chemical yeah both of those are in there so then that hits and it just puts you in a nice state you hoped <laughs> hope <laughs> for the down. best yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice just the way i live and that's pretty much your your sleep routine do you have one you pretty much come home and crash or do you do anything regularly to help you try and sleep uh, breathing techniques. That's it. Yeah. I, I'm a terrible sleeper. Yeah. I have no idea why I'm, uh, let's just talk about sleep more yeah. on the subject. Yeah. Uh, I've looked into a few things like, uh, maybe is it the CPAP machine? Yep. Is it, you have one of those, right? Yeah. I've had one so for probably a decade. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit because something I'm interested in, my dad has one. Yep. You know, he looks like Darth Vader when he goes to bed, wakes up with a mask. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dad? What up, Pierre? <laughs> but uh, I was thinking that maybe I need to get one of those because I have a broken up sleep. That's my big problem. Right. You know, I'll toss and turn. This aches, that aches. My arm's gone numb. My fingers are numb. Like yeah. Just little shit like that. The CPAP might not necessarily uh, help with that stuff. But it might help me out when I feel like I'm choking out in the middle of the night. Sure. And they say there's a, a direct correlation with people who lift a lot and have yeah. thick necks. Yep. Is that, do you know anything about that at all? Uh, a little bit. So your physiology, um, basically the structure of your jaw, from my understanding, can affect that. So the more f- uh, forward your lower jaw is, let me think about this, the more prone your tongue is to relax into your throat and cause issues with uh, sleep apnea. So. Mm. Um, different ethnicities have a higher, we'll say, rate of affected people or whatever. Um, anyway, so Caucasians, I, I think, hit that kind of sweet spot where it's a common thing just by the jaw structure and the shape of your skull, basically. Uh, but then also that's, yeah, if you have a, first of all, if you're overweight, your neck is heavier or you have a lot more, we'll say, meat 
around your, you know, or muscle clavicle or muscle mass, whatever the meat is. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It basically, you're more prone to have issues. So now does that just put pressure on everything? Is that the idea there? Uh, It just kind of squishes everything. Yeah. So when your body relaxes in sleep state, uh, it basically closes off your airway. Right. So I I find that big time now. And uh, I don't know, maybe from my height and stuff, I got to over an 18 inch neck. So there's, yeah, there's got to be issues with that. Well, the other, I, your PPK is probably something you could adjust to try and sleep better. Oh, definitely you know, not take but, it at night. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of tricks like that. Don't sure. take stimulants. Yeah, you know, don't eat uh, certain foods that'll yeah. spike up my sh- like large meals su- before bed. Yeah, like sugary foods and, and stuff like that. You know, that'll give me uh, energy and not let me sleep as much. Anything that could cause some kind of stimulant effect. Well, now and that's I've kind of heard the other though. If you have uh, carbohydrate before bed you stimulate or your you spike an insulin release and then with a simple carb before bed you have a faster insulin spike and then also drop which in turn allows you to produce more growth hormone during your sleep cycle oh, yeah? did you hear that nice no i knew a yeah. carb i didn't know it was a, a simple carb i thought like cuz the example that i had heard yeah. of was like a bowl of cereal sure right but what kind of cereal yeah, I know it could be anything, but I. But that's that's relatively simple too. You're not eating sweet potatoes, and uh, we'll say high fiber vegetable, yeah. right? I'm thinking checks. That's what I eat because yeah, it's made checks. out of rice. Same chocolate right? checks is fucking dope. Oh, the new blueberry is yeah. good. I mix the blueberry <laughs> and the cinnamon together. Yeah, that's I do that with the chocolate, the cinnamon. Man, I haven't oh, had. The I can't buy it. This is I can't buy that because they just it's a one day thing. Yeah, you know I have. Well, what's your diet today? Protein shakes and fucking checks. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I ate first thing today was checks. Nice. But you know what? That's the one uh, thing yeah. I when I go buy cereal, I look in the box, and I don't know if this is. Uh, I think it's one of those good, better, best situations. Yep. I look for the ones made with rice. Same. So the first ingredients, rice instead of wheat or corn or corn. Like the that's rest right. of them are all corn, right? Yep. So that's a little tip too to people out there. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's easier to digest. Your body utilizes it a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in cycling on that, so I don't know this for fact, but I, I think that there's probably contradictory research on what you should or shouldn't eat and how much before bed. There's all this different shit. But anyways, I think common thought was have something sustainable before bed, but in the sense of a protein, that makes sense. Like a casein, you know, people yeah, talk about that. digesting. But in the sense of insulin, what I believe to be true, again, not an expert, but if you have a complex carbohydrate before bed, you have a slower, more controlled insulin release while you are falling asleep, and then it takes longer to go back down. Mm-hmm. But in doing that, your body, I believe, doesn't produce growth hormone while there's insulin in the system. Mm. And so to maximize, because this carb backloading diet I did years ago, that's some of the science on that, is if you have a high spike of carbohydrate you get the glucose in the bloodstream your insulin goes through the roof and then it crashes through the ground but you're sleeping so your energy doesn't matter at that point whereas if you eat it for breakfast you have the energy crash right after you eat and that's bad for your day if you do that before bed you get more growth hormone during your sleep which in turn helps you recover and carry on right so oh, that's interesting yeah so see i was i was always yeah. thinking like a just a little bit of uh, complex carbs like right. you said i had the same mentality yep. as protein yep right slow digesting keep right. feeding the body so that's you cool, get the man. amino acids slower digesting from the protein yep. which is i believe to be a good thing yeah but the carbohydrate again i would do some research if you're going to start playing with it but and obviously diabetes and all that kind of shit play into this There's too other factors but if you're healthy i believe simple carbs before bed is better Again, smaller amounts because you don't want a large meal before bed. Right, nothing crazy. But uh, anyway, that's fun research um, that I, I mean, maybe it's just an excuse to eat some fucking checks before bed. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I have read that more than one place and uh, heard that also more frequently than one place. So, Uh, but yeah, so sleep, that's about it for you. Yep. Um, For me, I do uh, meditation. I've been using Headspace every night before bed. Nice. We did a bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I like it. And um, explain by what you mean by this little meditation. Just give them a nutshell. So it's just a, I think I touched on a little bit. It's an app on my phone. I got it on sale maybe at Christmas time or something. I forget. But um, basically, you download it. There's this English guy. He has a whatever kind of a calm, soothing voice. And he does a guided meditation where basically just walks you through and says, you know, either sit down or lay down depending on the meditation you're doing and uh, bring your energy 
focus it to your breathing, deep breaths in, deep breaths out, and uh, close your eyes, and then you bring the awareness to your body, and then bring, you know, basically allow your thoughts to flow and bring the awareness away from your body, bring it back to your body. It's kind of this whole, um, just an awareness practice, I think, really, to kind of get your surroundings and then your body, and it, if you feel tense or tight somewhere, you can more actively relax those places. So if you subconsciously are tight all day, you think, oh, my neck hurts, or you have headaches and whatever, you take that couple minutes and you sit down and think, oh, well, my neck is tense. Maybe I can just fucking relax. Done, you know? Yeah. But if you don't think about it, you just think, ah, oh, fuck, why does my neck hurt? Right. So anyways, I like it for that reason. But before bed, I find uh, with the breathing technique, so as you said, I, it incorporates breathing timing and inhale, exhale sort of thing. But um, it just calms the body. And basically, like I said, you actively relax the muscles, even if you think they already are. You can tense them and then relax them. And so it's just like an on-off. So if, well, I'm not sure if it's on or off. I'm going to turn it on, turn it off, and then you know it's relaxed, then you carry on and kind of go through your body and relax. And I find it definitely helps me. Uh, well, again, according to my aura ring, it helps me sleep. So it's nice. I get relaxed. I fall asleep pretty much before my 10-minute meditation is over every night. So I don't have a long turnaround time. Uh, oh, you fall asleep during the meditation? Sometimes, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so, you know, it's some people that toss and turn and things, it could be something effective to try. And uh, there's a free trial on a bunch of them and stuff too, but uh, I definitely recommend it, yeah. I used to throw a little bit of yoga at night, uh, throw yep. on a, a little 10-minute basic yoga flow. Sure. Stretch out the body. That seemed to really help. That Same helped thing. me for my tossing and turning when shit was going numb all the time because yep. I'm riddled with injuries over time, right? I've played rough. So, I mean, I'll lay on one side, then all of a sudden my hand's asleep. Yep. Lay on the other side. But if I do yoga beforehand, it gets the blood full. Going well, it actively stretches and relaxes those, t- like the muscles that are tight, right? You do full body workouts all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And and like you said, it's a matter of controlling. Yep. Controlling that uh, that spot. Yeah. You know, being aware whether it's tense or not. I mean, right. all of a sudden you have control over it. So awareness to your body is huge. It's no different than in the gym. It's like the opposite, right? If you're in the gym and, well, we talked to Thomas there just earlier, but if you're doing an exercise and you think, well, I'm going to do an overhead press. Why are you doing an overhead press? Well, I want to do an overhead press. Okay, but are you trying to build muscle? And if you are, what ones? And then in turn, do you feel those muscles working when you're doing that overhead press? Probably the answer is no, right? And so people don't take that extra step to think, oh, I'm doing overhead press for shoulders. All right, where in your shoulders are you doing that overhead press for? And then is that actually where you're doing it or do you feel it somewhere else? And then... Try to figure out why. That mind-muscle connection, yep. right? You got to find it. Do you see people nowadays, I've seen some trainers, they'll be slapping the muscles yeah. to activate. Like, let's say sure. you're supposed to be working chest, yep. and they're benching, mm-hmm. and uh, let's say their their shoulders, their front sh- delts or yep. whatever, overcompensating or whatever. Yep. I see the trainers, they're slapping their titties, like, yeah. fire off these yeah. bad boys right here. Sure. And that, either that push- It works. Or the tap, it actually yep. does work. I know it seems really weird. I've been and seeing that for years. Man, the one thing you showed me was that, uh, do you remember that walking yeah, with your the bands around the neck? Yeah, you or are, the, your the knees, legs? sure. Yeah, it's um, the hip circle. Yeah, the hip circles. And you had me, and it was, it was supposed to be contracting my glute. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, your, your glute mead, yeah, the middle. And uh, while I was doing this exercise, so if, if, to give you a visual, basically you're standing with a band around your knees. Yep. Maybe you could explain this better. No, that's basically it. You put it just above your knees and you do basically either a, a sort of a skating motion, honestly, but it's like a forward step and then forward you can also out do a, a bit, right? Yeah, it's like a forward and then a 45 degree-ish. And I couldn't get my ass to, to flex right. or to activate. And then Absolutely. you told me to put my finger on Poke my it. butt cheek. Poke it. Yep. Instantly, man. Man, it's... Boom, my butt went hard because the muscle was, yep. uh, was contracting. It was doing what it was supposed yes, to do. Yes, sir. Yeah, that, that tap is weird. It like ignited yep. the the mind to muscle. So this connection. is something I do people that I've trained with or have trained over the years. It's just a simple thing. So if you're listening, you want to try, if you just sit or stand, it doesn't matter. Just try to flex your bicep, do a bicep curl with no weight, flex it as hard as you can and hold it. All right. And then relax and straighten your arm. If you put your index finger from your other hand, poke it in the middle of your bicep and squeeze your bicep where your finger is, Tell me you don't feel that spot in your bicep more. And to further that and prove it, if you straighten your arm again, 
move your finger towards your elbow or your armpit on a different place in your bicep and do it again and try to fire that part of your bicep. I can, I will almost guarantee you, I will guarantee 100% of the times I've done it, people flex that part of the muscle harder than the rest of the part of the muscle. So to further that, absolutely. If you, if you're trying to fire a muscle and you can't, and that's why a lot of people have trouble training their lats and their back because you can't, you can't activate them and you can't have that neurological, we'll say, and physiological connection where like poke it, there it is, turn it on, right? So if you have a workout partner or a buddy or whatever, you're trying to do pull downs, I just jab my fingers into somebody's lats and say, pull these fuckers here, flex it, pull it, use those. And then after usually a set, sometimes two, they can do it on their own. But until your your brain knows where those muscles are in your body and how to use them, it just can't do it, you know, because you don't do it. So your glute meat is a big one, especially when your hips are tight from sitting. And as Andrew was talking about a bit, you get all that psoas stuff, whatever, it's complicated. But moral of the story is, if you want to train your glute meat, you can't feel it, fucking poke it, and I will guarantee you it's more effective. Oh, for sure. Yep. I just tried the bicep thing as, <laughs> as you're talking there, it works. Yeah. But listen, so, this is an excuse to go up to a guy squatting, stick your yeah. fingers up his butt and be like, yeah. <laughs> feel it. <laughs> Flex the right there. <laughs> Do you feel it? <laughs> People are going to edit yeah. our shit, so that, that's, that's what we say. Disclaimer. Want to work your butt muscles? Yeah. Get him to sign the paper first. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2019. <laughs> No, but on the real, that but, uh, uh, no, it, legit, it, it works. works. Yeah, so it definitely works. In reverse of that, with the stretching before bed, it's the same thing. If you if you don't know if it's relaxed, activate it. And if you can activate it, you can poke it. And you know, some muscles are hard to do, obviously, depending on your flexibility, which in my case is poor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it's good. Yeah, it's something I never even think of. Really, I, I usually like. Uh, let's say I do a lift, yep. bench press, for instance. Sure. Boom. And then I find myself poking my chest and flexing, be like, is that, yeah. did I just work that? Is that sore? Yeah. Okay. That's pumped up with blood. Yeah. yeah I am I doing that. that for sure? I find I do that more than actually, because I never work out with, uh, well, I shouldn't say I never work out, yep. but I don't usually have a partner, nor are we in poking range when right. we're lifting, right? Right. One guy's usually laying on the ground going, oh shit, I'm up again soon. Yeah. And I'm not poking your ass anytime soon. No. So. <laughs> No, but that glute stretch was yeah. a big time game changer. That was the the one I noticed the muscle to uh, mind connection sure. the most, and how much it could work just like that. Yep. Well, and it just makes your it increases your exercise efficiency. So, again, I, anybody that I've ever trained in the sense to like you know be their trainer per se, it's really the number one thing. Like they do these exercises and they don't know necessarily what they're trying to do aside from I want to do this, and then I say, well, why? And they say, well, because I want to build muscle. Okay, well, what muscles? Well, these ones, okay, well, are you feeling it there? No, I feel it in this place instead. All right, well, if you're going to do that exercise, why don't we try to make that so you feel the muscle you're trying to use? Or we'll find a different exercise that you can feel that muscle working in, right? And so exercise okay. selection is a big thing. Okay, with that, yeah. Let's let me put you through a little example then. Sure. Okay, I'm Joel, trial membership. Yeah. Okay. Just got a 10-day pass to the gym. Hi, I'm Muscle Bill. <laughs> I'm walking in and say, yeah. I want to work my legs. Sure. Okay, so hmm, I see people deadlifting a bunch. I'm going to go do a deadlift. Yep. That's, that's legs, sure. right? Sure. Or, yeah, that's legs. That's mm-hmm. all I know. Okay. Now, let's expand on that. Yep. What would you say? I'd say go do one. Okay. And then I'd ask you where you felt that. I felt that yeah. in my... Back and behind the legs, the hamstrings. The hamstrings? Yeah, these things behind the legs here. Yep. Um, What I was doing was uh, my legs were really close together, and Mm -hmm. I just put my arms outside and started lifting. Sure. But uh, I want to build, I don't want to build those things. I want to build the big muscles on the front. Yeah. So you want to do the quads quads more? Sure. Yeah. So why isn't the deadlift working my quads? Well, it depends on your setup. Uh, Basically, the height of your hips will affect where your point of leverage is, and then in turn what muscles are firing to their more maximum capacity to start that movement. So a lot of people say drive through the floor, or push the floor away from you or whatever to start a deadlift, which I 100% agree with. However, in a, especially in most beginners, they start pulling hips high, which is more of a stiff-legged um, conventional deadlift, we'll say, which is more hamstring dominant. But in doing that, 
a lot of times if you just push the floor away, your hips will shoot straight to the fucking roof and your shoulders don't move and neither does the weight. And so you see all these videos of the gym fails and shit, people that are like, that's sketchy as fuck, they're going to hurt themselves. A lot of the time, if somebody's hips, they fire up and the weight stays on the floor and then their back goes super round and then they still try to pull. And that, that pull at that time, basically where the point of tension is, is on their lower back or, you know, mid back. And that's just bad news, right? So if you're trying to fire your quads more to initiate a deadlift, you're going to have a lot more luck if your hips are lower to the floor to begin with and you keep them there. So to do that, you need a strong enough back basically to be able to flex your lats and hold yourself in an upright position so your torso doesn't collapse. Um, in saying that also, if you're strong already or your, your shoulders can round forward in your thoracic spine to an extent, but it's your lumbar spine that can be a problem. So as long as your lumbar spine stays relatively neutral, your hips can be pretty much anywhere. So personally, I've always pulled high. Just, I don't know if it's mobility in my ankles or whatever. I never really looked into it too much. But my natural deadlift setup, I pull higher hips and I'm more hamstring dominant. And, but that's also why my quads really never grew from doing really fuck all my quads I've struggled with my whole life. They don't really grow. So my mechanical advantage is put to my hamstrings pretty much in all my lower body movements. So I've been struggling for years to try and switch that to take over in my quads so i don't really remember what you're asking legs so length, now if joe trial membership yeah. is just confused so joe shit. trial membership doesn't he's know what saying going okay on. so you're telling me that yeah. the deadlift sure can be my posterior chain yeah or it could be my quads yeah or it could be my lumbar or it could be my thoracic your back your traps yeah so so a point proven yes right so if you want to train your legs, I'm going to say, first of all, can you fire those muscles? Let's go to a leg extension. And this is just for an example, top of my head. But I'm going to say, can you fire your quads? If you want to fire your quads in isolation, I'm going to take you to a leg extension and say, motherfucker, can you do this? Where do you feel that in your legs when you straighten your leg and bend it? Right? And then I'm going to put you on a hamstring curl. Can you fire your hamstrings? Yes or no? So, and I guess before doing that, I would do a stabilization exercise to mobilize you know, the hips a little bit and whatever, but like anyways, one legged, uh, like a one legged single leg deadlift. Yeah. Uh, you can do some glute bridges. People call them frog pumps, that kind of thing for glute activation. You can stretch the hips like Andrew talked about with the psoas and stuff. But, um, so the point, the point the, being of all this yeah. though, is f- find your strength, find your weaknesses, yeah. find the muscles you need to be working on. Yeah. And that could be through various ways, like you said, Absolutely. stabilization exercises, going to do an extension, maybe that's yep. not feeling right, or uh, a curl's not feeling right. Yep. And you got to adapt your workouts to make them hit the muscles that right. you want to work. Yeah. And it, it just brings that point home that people are going to do exercises, they're not sure what the muscles are working, they're just going through the motions. Yeah. Maybe it looks good, you yep. know? But are they, uh, are they using us other muscles to substitute what they're supposed to be using. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which in the end could lead to injury, could lead to uh, imbalances, yep. whatnot. So that's a great tip, right? If you're going to do an exercise, what is it working? Yeah. And, and why is it working that? Do I need that? Yeah. And then also, if no, find a different one. Yeah. It's a big one. It's not that, you know, nobody says you need to do deadlifts for legs. If you want to do deadlifts for something else, you know, if or well, fuck, I feel it mostly in my hamstrings. Do a stiff-legged deadlift on purpose so you're not trying to do a conventional from the floor or even just do Romanians or whatever, right? Do a, a hip-high movement that's basically a hip hinge only. Yep. And that way it's a stretch position and a contraction specifically for the muscle that you're actually able to use in that movement. And then if you want to do a quad exercise, go to a fucking leg press. Yep. Nobody's making you do deadlifts for legs except for yourself. Exactly. And you know? for me, uh, for, uh, for an example is I don't do deadlifts for... Um, my legs. Sure. You know, I do more of a stiff-legged, focus on the lumbar. I don't like doing sumo because I have SI joint problems. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely, yeah. Right, because it's more hip-engaged and it's a weird motion. Not necessarily a weird motion, but it's, it, a, it's, it's a, either it's yeah. for you or it's not, right? Right. So I stay away from sumo deads. I use it more as a back thing, right? So I know the deadlift, what do I need it for? I need it for my back. Yep. Why am I doing this? Well, I need to strengthen up my lower back, but without hurting my hips and yeah. And whatever else in the process, so I do this kind of deadlift. Yep, forearms, upper back, low, yeah. you know, all that shit. So, yeah, cater the exercise to what be, be pur- purposeful, I guess. Yeah, be uh, cognizant of what you're trying to do, and then also if you're actually able to do that. Simple, 
Yeah. But not easy, right? Especially if you don't know. But no, that's, it takes that's a bit why, of research. But hey, yeah. we got the internets now. Yeah. And you got people like us, you know, you can ask them and whatever. Like, yeah. So, yeah, feel free to shoot us a message too. If yeah. uh, anybody listening ever wants some uh, tips on lifting. Yep. Or, I'm not an uh, expert, but I love talking this shit yeah. all the time. I'm not an expert either, but I've done a lot of mistakes. <laughs> That's right. I've done a lot of shit for a lot of years. So Yeah, I've been working out since I got kicked out of the gym for being too young. Yeah. So. Now, in, just in staying with the lifting then, would you say, like you do full body stuff, just for, let's say for time efficiency. So you have, you know, you plan your cooking on a Sunday, you're trying to sleep, whatever, you're doing your meditation and your GH peak and whatever, and then you're like, okay, well, this week I've got 30 minutes Monday, I have an hour Tuesday do you kind of have a methodology how you split your training or, you know, would you say, well, Monday, my half hour, I'm going to do this. And then since Tuesday, I've got a whole hour, I'm going to do this instead and try to balance that. Okay. If I use that example, I got half hour tomorrow. Yep. I need to be in and out. It's going to be hit training. Sure. Okay. And which I is? Like, uh, high intensity interval training. Right. Which could be for me, my favorite thing is going to do hills, hills or stairs. Mm -hmm. uh, kills me. I love it. You get in and out in no time. Yeah. You're done. You're fried. Total right? work time. Yeah. yeah. Mix up something with, let's say I sprint a hill, drop down to a bit of push-ups. That way it takes a bit of stress off the legs, works the rest of yeah. the body, gets the blood flowing, Sure, whatever. If I have an hour the next day, I'll do my lifts, you know, where I could sit, yep. do the exercise, wait a couple minutes, rest, do it again, yep. you know, a bit more planned out and laid out, Sure, take my time, don't have to rush. So, which is, uh, that's a good point because a lot of my workouts are dependent on that. I'm a super busy guy. So yeah. Oh, exactly. Uh, I, yeah. I like to try to do. I found I was lifting just too much, and with uh, a fight in the horizon, I got to start lifting less. Yep. And get a bit, uh, get a bit skinnier, get my weight down. Yeah. So I've been trying to do cardio weights, cardio weights. Uh, it seems to help. I'm I'm overtraining less, I think, mm -hmm. and uh, for time constraints, it seems to it seems to work because, sure. like you say, sometimes I only have half hour, but in half yeah. hour, man, I could do a lot of work. That's right, and people. I think people get the wrong idea. Like you don't necessarily need an hour or two hours. People get this picture in their mind. Well, if I go to the gym, it's got to be for two hours or else it's not worth going. But you just ne never No, It's like you said, planning to fail and all that other shit. I don't remember the, yeah. everybody else knows the saying, I don't need to be able to reset, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's true. Like if you have, you know, for me, the gym's 15 minutes each way to drive. I go to the one in Wingham typically. And so I'm guaranteed a half an hour. So I pretty much need an hour. But if I don't have that time, I go to the one in Teeswater because it's three blocks away. I can walk. And because I'm doing mostly machine-based movements still, um, there's not as many options. But you just have to plan, you know, or I would pick, we'll say if I only had a half an hour, I'm going to do, say, one leg exercise, one back exercise, one chest or arms exercise, and see where I'm at for time. Yep. If I have more time, I'll go back and do another leg exercise. But having those exercises sort of pre-planned, so – like I said about the machines, I don't have machines and tease water so much. So, you know, for the deadlifts, like I said about the stiff leg deadlifts, I'll grab the dumbbells. It's easier there than it is to use the bar because there's no real rack to, to, to put the bar on to add weight or take it off. Right. So I just grab the dumbbells, do dumbbell stiff legged deadlifts, or you can use a low cable with a close um, attachment hand grip and do a, a seated, essentially it's a stiff legged deadlift on the ground. Same hip hinge movement, but you're sitting down. You don't need any weights. You need a weight stack or a machine. You know, so it really depends. But but in knowing where you're going, what's available, instead of going there and wasting all your time, like I said about decision making earlier, it's, you can save energy and be more efficient with the 20 minutes that you do have or half an hour you do have. So I'm going to go in, do this and this and this. And if I'm, I still got 10 more minutes, then I'm going to free ball for 10 minutes or I'll do some hit training for you know, jumping jacks and fucking sprawls, whatever you want to do, yep. treadmill, even steady state cardio for 10 minutes or on the bike, whatever. And you get your basics, hit an upper, hit a lower, whatever, go home. You still have a productive workout and you're winning, you know? Yeah, those two-hour workouts too, I don't know how people do oh, them. Fuck. I mean, uh, yeah. if I'm if I'm working out for two hours, I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to split that into two one-hour sessions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuel up between those sessions. I'm going to rest. I'm going to recover, and I'm going to get more of my other hour. If I Absolutely. go there and I work out for two hours, 
I'll be fucked. Oh, like, I, if no, you're working yeah. out hard, how do you work out for more than an hour? You're lazy, right? You go for right? two hours. Like, ah, I got two hours. I'll just do this. And yeah, you'll put around. And and for yep. me, everything I do is like uh, fast pace. Yep. Usually uh, an emergency, right? Like the fire department, mine rescue. You know, you're going in. You got three minutes in, three yep. minutes to do work, three minutes to get out. That working out for two hours ain't going to help me for that. No, you know what I mean? Not at all. Fighting three five minute rounds. Yep. Two-hour workouts are not going to help me for that. No. You know, if I go in the gym, I do an hour, you know, go balls out, yep. I'm dead, perfect, leave, refuel, do it again. Yep. And cortisol, you know? right? You're in the gym for too long, your cortisol goes through the yeah, roof. Yeah, the stress hormone. And, and it's just it's not good for anybody. You get enough cortisol in a day from day-to-day stress. You don't need it from a two-hour workout. You're trying to be not only productive, but feel better after, you know, and you just, anyway. Yeah, it's another great tip for people because I find uh, a lot of the new new gym goers, they're messaging me and they're like, yeah, man, I went to the gym three times this week. Yep. I fucking worked out for two hours each day or three yeah, hours. Like yeah. I hear ridiculous things. All the things, time, man, yeah. And I'm thinking in my head like, what did you do? Yeah, what a dummy. <laughs> man, when I was- What did you yeah. do for three Why? hours That's at right. the gym? What? You run out of muscles, right? <laughs> you literally, you'd have to use every machine around the gym twice to yeah, get that Yeah, you'd have time, to. You like I, I hit- uh, I'm a directional lifter, I guess you could say. Sure. Like up, down, like a vertical yeah, squat. Yeah, you're doing opposing lifts. Yeah, like yeah. a push, a pull, mm-hmm. and then like a hip hinging or a knee dominant. Sure. And then I'll do usually one exercise that incorporates a whole body, like a one-handed snatch overhead, right? Right, yeah. So then I work each body in directions. Like if I'm pushing someone, I'm pulling someone. You're you know, working I'm lifting pl- planes somebody. of motion. Yeah, yeah, planes of motion. Yep. And then in the end, I top it all off with let's work the whole body together. Sure. Okay. So I do that. And if you've ever done that before, it's usually compound exercises for each direction. Yep. And if you do that for more than an hour, you're toast. Like, I mean, yeah. you're involving so many, uh, so many hormones, so many stressors. Yep. Everything's pumping. You got blood flow going every which way. The blood don't even know where to go. Yeah. You know, like you're, sure. you're making it go to your toes and you're making it go to your forehead. Yep. What's going on here? You can't keep up that pace for that long. Nope. So if you're working out for three hours, mind you, there's people that do it. You know, the marathon people, training depends. There's all sorts of factors involved. Not for me. But if you're going there to build some biceps for the beach, yeah. you're there for three hours, probably overdoing it. No, but that's where your bicep, just as a quick one, if you're going to the bar, you want a pre-bar pump. You know, it's been a decade since I've done that, but it takes literally 15 minutes to get a sick arm pump and go. Yeah. You know, so if you think about that, if I'm doing my whole arm in 15 minutes and you're there for three fucking hours... You know, know. (laughs) the math don't add up. Yeah, I'm pretty good at math too, and that's just seems. Anyway, mind you, like I said, there's uh, there's factors and conditions that change all of that. Yeah, yeah, but nobody has got a goal to be. You don't want to be a pro at working out. You want to get jacked, right? Yeah, that's the goal. Get your gains and get out. That's right. Efficiency. Yeah, and oh, uh, I meant to ask you too. How many hours of sleep do you try to get? It depends. I try to go. I try to get eight. And then if my body wants to sleep more, luckily right now I've got a bit of a leeway. So if I'm in bed at say 11:30, then I'll set an alarm at you know nine, so I don't get too much. We'll say quote unquote sleep. Yep. And I don't want to just lay around all day. But say like tonight, probably I'll get home at whatever time will be after midnight, 12:30. Tomorrow I got to work at nine, so I'll get up at seven. So it'll be whatever six six and a half hours, and that'll be not enough, you know. But today I didn't have a super heavy day. Uh, physically anyway so you know i was hoping to train today i didn't so whatever i'll train tomorrow train mm-hmm. saturday this weekend's pretty open for me so that's something else i've kind of come to terms with i don't want to go on and on about this but i don't stress about missing a session as much me neither it's, it's more mentally now it's like i really want to go but working with that we'll call it disappointment of being like fuck i didn't even go to the gym today you know i'm more efficient at just processing that out instead of hanging on to it and even before bed like tonight probably before i go to sleep i'll think fuck i didn't go to the gym today i planned on it but at the same time you know it happens it's just the way it is but again my meditation just the way it sets it up like i said it brings the attention into the body and then it lets your mind go away and so when the mind goes away i'll think about that and i'm saying this because i've done it fucking dozens of times now going to bed i'm like fuck i didn't train this or i tried to do this or whatever today i didn't cook my food that i planned on cooking but fuck it right because yeah. like tomorrow's a new day and again the day's done my I, I, I said this before one of my old bosses he said that sounds like a problem for tomorrow bill yeah <laughs> and i'm like fucking right tomorrow bill will deal with that shit 
Today, yeah. Bill, is going to sleep. Yeah, why use the energy to, to think about it and be depressed about and it? And it's over. You know, it's like, well, am I going to go to the gym now? It is 1230 at night. Not a fucking chance. Yeah. So, goodbye. Sometimes just to get the mental satisfaction, I'll go to my living room, grab the ab wheel for about 30 <laughs> seconds. I'm yeah. like, well, I worked out today now. Yeah, and you wonder why you don't sleep well. <laughs> well, I'm just going to do 45 jumpy jacks yeah. and ab wheel for 10 minutes and yeah. go right back to sleep. Yeah, go to the kitchen, go make a snack. All of a sudden, I'm yeah. shadow boxing, trying yeah. to punch all sorts of shit. Yeah, food in the oven and yeah. it's two in the morning and you work at five. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? I want eight hours of sleep, but tonight it's not going to happen. I got to be no. up at five in the morning. Yep. It's going to be crazy. Anyway, I don't know, really know how you recap on all that shit, but the training, we'll just call that a group <laughs> of things, I guess. Yeah, all sorts of tips, man. Yeah. but It's all good. I used to overtrain, used to not uh, plan my workouts, used to not concentrate on my workouts as much. Yep. Those are all good things and things that I've changed uh, from beginning to now. I'm, a, I'm yep. a lot clearer with all that stuff. I think getting older, you know, it's not an excuse to have less progress. You need to be smarter in order to get the progress. Well, we're running out of time, man. Mm-hmm. As I get older, time's ticking. Yep. No time to fuck around anymore. Don't got to tell me twice. You know, when I was uh, 19, it would <laughs> yeah. be nothing to go party all night, yep. wake up hungover as shit, smash oh, some yeah. pre-workout, be like, I'm still getting it in. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. But anyway, I think those are some pretty good take-home tips for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, my guest tonight was unable to attend, but uh, I was glad to, to talk on some of these subjects. I mean, yep. uh, so many things, so many ideas float around when we're talking, especially when we're talking to Andrew on our last podcast. Yeah. It, it brought up so many topics I want to touch on and, uh, and get into further detail. And with that being said, anybody that uh, thinks they have some knowledge bombs to drop yep. or a way they could change people's lives in a positive matter, send us a DM. Tell us what you can offer. Uh, yep. what you can offer to people to change their lives for the better. Sure. You know, we're, we're looking for guests. We're looking for people, even f- for myself. You know what I mean? I love having these chats because I'm learning too. Sure. I'm no, not me just, too, yeah. I'm not just shooting the shit. Like I'm learning at the same time. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. Any, like he said, if you have any sort of, we'll say way that you think would be an impact for a lot of people, simple things. I'm just trying to make it, you know, bring it home that it's possible to do. People are always busy. You have, one to 20 things you got to do every day or every week, but people still do it, right? So how do they do that? What do they do with their time? How do you prioritize? What are some smart tips that people can utilize in order to make a difference in their own lives too? You oh, know? for sure. So, like you said, people are, I had a message uh, the other day. I get so much hate mail from my ads and stuff. On <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I've, there's a big issue with mental health out there because people are hating for no reason i get death threats over my videos like you think you're tough yeah give me your address i'll come fuck you up blah blah blah. she's like oh okay (laughs) bud (laughs) all right dude okay but the the one message i got the other day was oh it must be nice to just work out and and do nothing but uh yeah uh, be at the gym blah blah like hey bud I'm a full-time worker at an underground salt mine. I'm on a mine rescue team. I'm on a fire department. I work with Blue Star as their trainer. I do ads, do uh, media for them. I'm doing a podcast. Fuck you. How about you go pound salt? You you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like... Go find your glutes doing some squats and put your finger up in there, asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Is it working? You flyering up? It's uh, everyone's busy and you got to prioritize and the easiest way to get those things flowing is make the plan. Yeah. And you learn from other people. I I preach it, but I know right now I'm off track. I said that the other podcast, I was trying to get back on track. Yeah. Guess what? The reality is I'm not perfect. I'm still off track. I'm still fucking up a lot. Yep. Well, like I said, the grocery store has been tough for me, man. I, like I said tonight, or even today, we went to Zara's. I'm like, I wonder if they got any donuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, croissant. They got no croissant. <laughs> but they they got no croissants. Luckily, I still had a decision made. You know, left for today, and they didn't have any anyways. But anyway, yeah, I think if, that's good, if, man. If anything, get your shit together, make a plan. Yep, so that's step one. And don't beat yourself up about it if you run out of time or you don't get it done today. Make it on your list of things tomorrow. Put it, make it a priority. You know, you get it done. Set a timeline for yourself, and. uh you just got to forgive yourself if you don't. Yeah. More stress is bad stress. So. What are you going to do about it? Fuck it. Right? Yep. Exactly. But in saying that, I think this has been a pretty good little sit down here. Yes, sir. Great get chat. Too many. Maybe we didn't get on some tangents. I don't know. No funny stories this time. Yeah. I promise you I'll bring uh, some belligerence. Bringing them time. back. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
in saying that, I want to thank uh, say thank you to Mark and Full Pop and Thomas here helping us uh, record these things, get them up and going. Hell yeah, this huge, is a dream. Huge help for both of us. This is be absolutely impossible. So, but uh, anyways, thanks guys for that. Check out Full Pop and uh, Ice House Studios. Those guys are very talented gentlemen. Oh yeah, they did a documentary on me a few years ago. Did the they? Full Pop guys, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty badass. Was I never cool, even man. saw it. Oh, you never seen it? No. Yeah, it's like half hour long, man. Fuck, I'll have to ask yeah. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully there'll be a part two because at the end of that one, I got knocked out. And I'm like- <laughs> Oh yeah, for your fight. I'm like, shit, I got knocked out. Time yeah, yeah. to come back and knock somebody else out. Well, I just you're... haven't done it yet, but it's coming. You'll get it. It's coming. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dun, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, going to donate blood, make an appointment, get to it if you're healthy. If you're not healthy, get healthy and go do it. So on that note, Maximum Meathead Podcast. Until next time. Bye. So Bill out. <laughs> <laughs>